Welcome to Jesus Inside Prison Ministry presents Jesus House with Dr. William Bumpus. We are providing a strong foundation in Christ and preparing men for a successful future. And now, here's Pastor Bumpus. Hello, and welcome to Jesus Inside Prison Ministry present Jesus House. I am your host, Pastor William Bumpus, and uh, we have an exciting program for you today. Uh, this is a half an hour program, so you got plenty of time to run and get a cup of coffee real quick. Uh, we're going to have a very informative program for you today. So I want to thank God for you tuning into this program. Uh, let's open up with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you and praise you for uh, this opportunity to share your gospel with those that are viewing. Thank you, Lord God, for those that are viewing this telecast. I pray that you would lead and guide us to say uh, what you would have us to say. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it in Jesus' name. I'm excited about today's program. I'm excited what God is doing, and I pray that you stay tuned to this program. I believe you will be blessed. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with you. This week's offer is my personal testimony, You Can Be Set Free. There's about 200,000 of them in print. That book tells you about how I lived a life of crime, arrested 23 times, and didn't believe in Jesus. Then one day in jail, I heard the gospel, and God changed my life. This book tells you all about that. Write in today for your personal copy, any size donation, to JIPM, P.O. Box 88489, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46208. Let me offer you this week, not only my book, You Can Be Set Free, but we have two other specials I want you to have. One is called Healed of Cancer. That's my story of how God healed me of cancer. And it also gives you a glimpse how you can believe God for whatever you're going through. And also my comic track called Blind No More. That's my story in a condensed form, and I want you to get it. So feel free to write us. It's absolutely free in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm glad you're back. I am, uh, again, Pastor William Bumpus, and this is Jesus Inside Prison Ministry present Jesus House. Uh, Jesus Inside Prison Ministry is the name of our organization, and uh, Jesus House is a part of our uh, prison ministry. Uh, Jesus House, for those that are tuning in for the first time, is a uh, reentry program for ex-offenders. Uh, we take ex-offenders that come straight out of prison, straight into the Jesus House, and uh, we house them, feed them, clothe them, uh, counsel them uh, until they're able to get on their feet, which takes a little while for them to get a job uh, and find employment, I mean, find a place to live and all that. So that's what Jesus House is. And this telecast is geared to just sharing with you what prison ministry is all about and just give you another perspective. Uh, yeah, instead of just a teaching program, or, you know, coming on and preaching every week. I'd just like to share with you what God is doing inside the prisons. Now, as you know, because of uh, COVID-19, all the prisons across the United States have been closed. Uh, and so we haven't been able to go inside prisons, uh, you understand, since the, uh, uh, that the pandemic hit. However, you understand, prison ministry still goes on. We're still ministering to those that are incarcerated. Uh, we do it by a variety of ways. One is this television program. It goes inside prison. We also have a, uh, a, a podcast. Uh, some guys can get that. A lot of prisons now, inmates are inmates have iPads. Now the iPads is not hooked up to a regular internet service, but it's, in a, it's a hooked up to the internet sub service that is provided for that prison. 
They have uh, on their iPads, they have a lot of religious programming, music uh, program. They can rent movies, all of that. You understand? So prisons, I guess, you know what I mean, since they're there for so long, is uh, becoming kind of up to date. Amen. So your concept of prison might be a whole lot different than, than, than what, you might, what you might think. For instance, uh, I noticed as we were begin to do this program, if you notice where I'm sitting here, there's a lot of barbed wire behind me. Now, that's a little different than what you might see where a prison, you see wire. Most prisons, you see a wall. Well, barbed wire now, let's, those are the newer types of prisons. They don't build prisons no more with walls. All the walls that you see around prison, those are older prisons. They've been up, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 years. Those prisons have been, uh, that's how they used to build them. Now they build them with wire. No more, the more wire you see uh, uh, means the level of prison. So uh, as you can see, the one behind me, that, that was there at North Point Training Center, which is in uh, Danville, uh, Kentucky, and that's a maximum security prison. You can tell by all the barbed wire, that, unless you know that's a maximum security prison. If it's very little wire, then, it's not, then that lets you know about it's a lower custody, and then some of them don't even have wire at all. Those are like your minimum, minimum security camp. So the prison ministry is still going on, even though we're not going in there. And as I go forward, I want to thank you all for uh, uh, responding to this program. It's good to hear from those of you that are out there by way of our email or mail, because it let us know that we are reaching people. Amen. And so I want to share with you uh, this. I got a, just recently got a um, email. Now, you know, my website is on the bottom of the screen. It'll be on there where you can contact us. So you can go to my website and get all the information about our prison ministry, my books, amen. Everything that we're going to be doing is on that website. Also, various ways for you to contact us. But I received this email. Uh, in fact, I received this email today, which was really touching from a viewer. And this viewer writes, uh, she said, at the hands of her at the hands of her 16-year-old son, my spiritual mother was stabbed to death. After he killed her, he began stabbing me, but God intervened, and I obeyed the voice of God, and he delivered me. Years later, after visiting him in prison, he asked me to forgive him, and I did, and now I travel and share a story of forgiveness. Now, that is the power of the gospel. Here's a lady, you understand, her spiritual mother was stabbed to death, and then uh, uh, the person, you understand, tried to kill her as well. And then years later, amen, he asked for forgiveness. She went, forgave him, and now, you understand, she travels the country and shares uh, about the forgiveness of God. God is a great God. Uh, while I'm thinking about another friend of mine. He's going on to be with the Lord, and uh, his name, uh, they used to call, he was named, called, uh, the Claw Hammer Killer. Uh, his net real name was Frank Sherry. And I met Frank Sherry, you understand, uh, when I was going to Portsmouth, Mississippi as a volunteer. He was a volunteer coming in there from Arkansas. And uh, I met him, and we became real good friends uh, until he went home to be with the Lord. And, 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 and uh, his story was that he was back this years ago using a lot of drugs and everything. He got a hold of some bad drugs. And those drugs, uh, the devil convinced him that the world had been taken over by body snatchers. And this, uh, this drug, which was the devil, convinced him that uh, the way that, the, that the, the devil took over them, or this alien took over them, was by touching them. 
And so this thought was planted in his mind that he had to get out of town and he couldn't let nobody touch him or they would, he would become an alien. And so it sounds strange, but that's what drugs would do for you. So he left. He didn't have no weapons, but he had a hammer. And when he left his house, by the time the police uh, called him, he had attacked everybody on the street that got close to him. And he wound up severely injuring several persons and wind up killing one man. Well, of course, he wind up in prison. He wind up in jail, getting ready to go to prison. And while he was in jail, the, the last person that he killed was a minister. His wife, that's what this story reminds me of, his wife, uh, the minister that was killed by, by Frank Sherry, his wife, uh, the Lord spoke to her, and she went down there and, and visited him while he was in jail, and I'll never forget, she came down there and she told him, she told him, she said, Mr. Sherry, the last person you killed was my husband, and he was a minister, and this is his Bible, and I know he would want you to have his Bible. Now, Frank Sherry wasn't born again, but he took that Bible, he began to read that Bible, and he wound up giving his life to Christ. That woman continued to minister to him. He wound up going to prison. He did 12 and a half years in prison in Illinois. That lady ministered to him all the time he was there. Once he got out, they joined together and began to travel all over the United States of America, prison everywhere, sharing that same testimony. And it was powerful because he would go into a church and he would share their testimony. She would be in the audience and then he would introduce everybody to the woman that forgave him and led him to the Lord. God is a God of forgiveness. And this story right here that this lady shares with me reminds me of that powerful story by Frank Sherry. I have another uh, letter I'd like to share with you. Uh, as I said, we're not going inside prison, but I have books. Uh, the Lord has blessed me to write a lot of books, eight books, 10 books rather, and thousands of them are in prisons all over the United States. And so I hear from guys and ladies, people that are incarcerated all the time about how they have read one of my books and as a result of that have given their life to Jesus Christ. This is what this letter is all about here. This letter writes, I am an inmate at Middle River Regional Jail in Stroughton, Virginia. I was blessed when another inmate gave me a comic called Blind No More. Now, Blind No More is a comic track uh, that someone did for, for our ministry, and I have thousands of them, and they're, they're all ready for you. In fact, it's a nice little cartoon track, so much so that when I first got that track, I showed it to my grandchildren, and they said I was a superhero because I had my own comic book. Amen. I just thought I'd share that with you. Uh, and she said, uh, Blind No More. She didn't know what it was and told me to send it home to my kids. After I read it, I felt touched in tears. The story was summed up in a small amount of space, but it made a big impact on me. It made me feel like maybe I'm not as lost as I thought. Maybe Jesus can still love a fool like me. Thank you for all you seem to be doing, and please send resources to help me in my new walk. This is a female inmate in a jail in Stroughton, Virginia. And of course, you understand, we send her all kind of literature, you understand, uh, to her, a Bible, other Christian literature, to help her grow in the things of God. I mean, God has all kinds of ways of reaching people, uh, and I give him praise, glory, and honor for him uh, allowing us to do this. I received also uh, uh, an email from a chaplain, 
as I say, we can't go inside prison, uh, but this chaplain, uh, evidently, she has seen a television program, uh, and she's a, a chaplain at uh, Mich Michigan City, Indiana State Prison, where I had served time before. And I got a letter from her, and she wrote and said that uh, the Christian community up there would like all the books and all the tracks they can get because they, the inmates there, the Christian community, want to take over that prison for Jesus. They want to share the gospel with everybody that was there. So yesterday, day before yesterday, I sent 10 boxes of my books up there, and they come in cases of 76 in a case. And then I sent thousands of my track uh, up there, you understand? And I know God's going to use that to touch people's lives. God is a great guy, and we give him praise, glory, and honor for that. Now, this week, as you know, we'll be offering my book, You Can Be Set Free. It's free to anybody want, want it. If you don't have no donation, uh, please feel free to write and get the book. Uh, give it to somebody else. But I'm also offering this week my story here, which is called Heal of Cancer. This is a story you'll stand about how God healed me of cancer. Uh, yep, you did hear that right. I am going on now three and a half years of being cancer-free. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's just God because I didn't have no symptoms. I didn't have no pain. But I remember one day, you understand, I had a small growth on my neck. And, of course, you understand, I'm praying. It wasn't no pain. Uh, I didn't have no discomfort whatsoever. You understand, it was just a little small growth. And so I prayed, you understand, believed God, and several months went by, and the, and the growth never did go. I mean, it, did, it didn't get smaller, but it didn't get any larger. And so I remember one day I was going, I go to a prison here called Heritage, Heritage Trail, which is in Plainfield, Indiana, uh, right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, outside of Indianapolis. And on Fridays at our Jesus house, uh, the guys that are employed, you know, they pay their, their, their fees, uh, which is like $75 a week. And so usually I stay around to collect that. And uh, it's always some time between that. So I go to that prison and uh, then I would get out. I would go two o'clock uh, and then I'd get out. I'd go at one o'clock rather and I'd get out like two thirty, three o'clock. And so I said to myself, well, I'm going to go to the emergency. Probably take them two or three hours to check me out just to see what this is. I never will forget I'm leaving the prison and I'm coming down the street where the, where the, where the uh, hospital is. And then, you know, saying, for some strange reason, I know now it was the devil, I heard this voice. Uh, and, and it wasn't no voice, it was just me. And I said, I ain't going to waste no time going there. This ain't about nothing. And I was getting ready to hit the highway, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God said to me, go. I mean, it was just like that. A strong voice said, go. So I obeyed the Spirit of God. I went to the emergency, and when I got there, they did a whole lot of uh, uh, tests and everything, kept me there all day. Come to find out, it was cancer. Uh, it was a cancer of my tonsils. Uh, my left tonsil had a cancer on it, and that cancer had, had, had grown, uh, and uh, it had infected my lip, nose, and my neck, and uh, it, was, it was no pain, but it was a serious situation. Well, come to find out, you understand, uh, my doctor said it was at a place where it couldn't be operated on uh, because of the nerves and everything. So as a result of that, I had to go through 33 radiation treatments and six bouts of chemo. It got really rough. I mean, and I tell the story in this book here. It got rough, you understand, and, and, and it got to the point where I couldn't swallow water. Uh, I had to have a tube in my, in my side, uh, and it really got rough. I thank God for a family. 
uh, and friends that know how to pray, know how to believe God, because they prayed me through that. My, I thank God for my family, my sons. They took me to the hospital. Every, I mean, I had to just think about that. That, that uh, radiation treatment, you understand, it's 33 radiation treatment, that was five days a week. Five days a week, <laughs> you know, for 30. And so they had to pick me up, take me to the hospital, you know, saying, let me go through the treatment, bring me back. I mean, it was a rough time. However, I knew that the word of God said, by his stripes you were healed. And regardless of what they said, uh, being hospitalized several times, it got to the point where I would just pass out, you know, saying, and my kids, uh, my, my uh, wife would have to pick me up off the floor. It got, I lost all kind of weight. It looked really bad, but I knew what the word of God said. The word says, by his stripes, you were healed. And so I knew since I had studied, studied that, that if the word says by his stripes, you were healed, then that means I were healed. I got healed 22,000 years ago. And this right here was just an attack of the enemy to take my healing away. I had to stand on the word of God. And I thank God, God, I looked up one day and I, finished all my treatments and the cancer, well, the cancer was gone long before the treatment was over with. And they did the CAT scan and found out there was no cancer in my body. So I have been cancer free now for three and a half years. I want to send this book to you if, you, if you're there. Maybe you're going through something. Maybe somebody else is going through something. I want to make sure you get this book. It's absolutely free. All you got to do is send me an email. Send me where, the, where you want me to mail it to. And I'll send it to you uh, along with anything else you want to ask for. You need to get this book. It tells you what the word, I give, give, give scriptures in there, and it tells you how you can believe God for anything you're going through. It don't matter different what you're going through. It don't matter different where you're at. God is a healer. Not only is he a healer, but he is a deliverer. And so if he can set me free, he can set you free as well. But it's all about you believing. You know, the word says, if all things are possible, but it goes on and say, it says, with God, all things are possible, but it goes on, if thou can't believe. He says, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. Now, if you can't believe it, you can't receive it. And let me say that again. If you can't believe it, you can't receive it. So you need to get into the word of God. This right here will help you get into the word of God to believe God for some healing if you need healing in your body. The other books that I got, you understand, talks about how God changed my life. That's good, you understand, if you're in prison. It's good if you have a loved one that's in prison. It's good, you understand, if you have somebody going through a criminal stuff, going to court or whatever. That'll help them. It'll also help you, like I said, if you've got loved ones in prison, because it'll help you, give you something to believe. It'll tell you how you can believe, how to think, how you can minister to them. So feel free to write us. Get all this literature that we have available absolutely free. I said absolutely free. We want to be a blessing to you. Now, also, we're going to be mentioning, uh, and you'll have, we'll have more advertisement along these lines, but I have an annual banquet uh, every year, uh, usually the third week in August. Uh, and that's our Jesus Inside Prison Ministry fundraising banquet. Now, I call it that because my good friend who went home to be with the Lord, uh, Frank Costantino, Frank Costantino and Johnny Moffitt, uh, uh, they are the founders of COPE, Coalition of Prison Evangelists. I am a board member of COPE, Coalition of Prison Evangelists, and I've been a part of that organization now for over 25, 25 years. And I never forget, y'all stand, my first time I ever had a banquet, I asked Frank Costantino how to go about doing it. I didn't have one. And he said that when you have a fundraising banquet, name it Fundraiser. That way people know what they're coming to. 
You know, don't just have a banquet. Then get then when people get there, you you you, you do a surprise attack on them and start asking them for money and to let them know what it's for up front. So that's why we call it Jesus Inside Prison Ministry Fundraising Banquet. The purpose of it is to raise fund for Jesus House. The guys coming into our Jesus House when they come out of prison, they don't have anything. It's hard for them to get a job. If a guy has a, uh, a drug charge, has ever had a drug charge, they can't rent no place in America decent. The only place they can find to rent is in the hood where all the drugs is at. And so, you understand, it's hard for them to find a place to live. Uh, you understand, it's hard for them to get jobs and all that kind of stuff. So when they come to us out of prison, they don't have anything. So it costs us about $300 a month to house one inmate, you understand, and provide him free food, free housing. We, we have a, you know, we have a bedroom for him. We have all that, you understand. They, stay, they literally live there. It's a residential program. And they live there, you understand, until they can find a nice place to live, get them a good job. And we have a five-tier program. We, number one, we teach them how to, uh, 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 to love Jesus and get all paper pro. Uh, and then, you understand, how to get a good paying job, how to get the driver's license, and how to find good... Uh, a good place to live. That takes time. And so our fundraising banquet kind of helps us uh, 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 get some of those funds together to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? God has blessed us, and our Jesus house is debt-free. We don't owe nothing on our Jesus house. Amen. But we still have uh, utilities come in every month. Uh, amen. You can't pay them off at one time. So utilities come in every month uh, and all those, all those things, you know, stuff you got to have, you know, plates and, and all that kind of stuff. So the banquet helps us uh, in the middle of the year, y'all saying, it helps us just kind of catch up stuff and get ahead on that. So I want to invite you to our fundraising banquet. And of course, at the close of this program, you'll have, have all the information available. So I'm giving you a heads up on it now so you can go and get your pencil uh, and your paper, whatever you need to do to take notes so you can write down uh, the information that's going to be at the close of this program about our fundraising banquet. It'll tell you where it's going to be at. It'll tell you about the cost of, of, the, uh, of the dinner, you understand, and how you can uh, purchase your ticket, amen, and come and be, and be a part of it. It's going to be good. All of the Jesus House residents come. Uh, right now we have, I think, close to 30 guys there. I might be off one or two. Uh, we have 30 guys living there now. So former ex-convicts that were in our Jesus House that have been made, uh, that are successful, and uh, residents that are living there now, all of them will be there at that fundraising banquet. And of course, we have a dynamic speaker. We always do. Uh, and so you'll really have a good time uh, of fellowship. Now, we all, we'll also be practicing social distancing. Amen. Y'all see what I'm saying? And mask and all that. Uh, so you don't have to be uh, afraid of that. Amen. So I want to invite you uh, to stay tuned to the end of the program so that you can get that information and write it down. Amen. God is a great God. I thank him for uh, you tuning into this program. Uh, like I said, if you're in prison there, feel free to write. If you got a testimony, you're locked up in prison, amen, you got a testimony where you're serving God, amen, and you want us to share it on the air, I'll be glad. I'll do my best to share it, amen. It's all according to how many we get, all according to. Now, I always tell guys in prison, uh, they have some of them brothers have some beautiful handwriting. But I can't understand it. Amen. So if it's hard for somebody to understand your handwriting, please print it. 
Amen. You understand? That way I can read it on the air, but if, it, if it's all that cursory stuff, you know, amen, artistic work, amen, uh, it'll be hard for me to read your uh, testimony on the air. So feel free uh, to, con to uh, write to the address on, uh, at the end of the program, and uh, you got a testimony you want to share, or you have some prayer requests you want, going to court, anything like that, that's what we're here for. This is a different type of program. I want to be an informative program, let you know what's going on inside prison, what's going on out here, amen, what we're doing, amen, give you another side of it, amen, and uh, sometimes we'll preach, but most of the time we're going to be sharing information uh, to you on how you can connect with what we're doing and what other prison ministries are doing as well. God is a great God, amen, and I want to thank you for tuning into this section, and I will be back. Amen. To pray with you before we close out. I'll be back to pray with you in a very few minutes. This week's offer is my personal testimony. You can be set free. There's about 200,000 of them in print. That book tells you about how I lived a life of crime, arrested 23 times. I didn't believe in Jesus. Then one day in jail, I heard the gospel and God changed my life. This book tells you all about that. Write in today for your personal copy, any size donation to JIPM. P.O. Box 88489, Indianapolis, Indiana 46208. Let me offer you this week, not only my book, You Can Be Set Free, but we have two other specials I want you to have. One is called Healed of Cancer. That's my story of how God healed me of cancer. And it also gives you a glimpse how you can believe God for whatever you're going through. And also my comic track called Blind No More. That's my story in a condensed form, and I want you to get it. So feel free to write us. It's absolutely free in Jesus' name. Amen, and thank you for tuning into today's program. Let me mention about all of our books is on my website. Uh, you can go on my website. You can order any book you want free of charge. If you want to give an offering, wonderful. If not, feel free to order whatever books you might uh, use. Uh, if you, you can get them from somebody else, even if you're not using them. Let me say this also. If you are a chaplain uh, anywhere, anywhere during this telecast and you want uh, any of my books, I'll send them to you. All you got to do is ask me, let me know how many you want. Uh, you understand my book, You Can Be Set Free, it come in cases of 76. And so if you want two or three cases or whatever, just let me know that you could use three cases of my books or whatever, one case, and I'll be, I'll be glad to send them, all, send them to you. That's all the books that I got. You understand, You Can Be Set Free, Healed of Cancer, my tracks, everything that I have on my website is free to chaplains all over America. All you got to do is let me know what you need, how many you need, send me an email, and I'll put them right into the mail to you. Won't be no, no charge whatsoever. If you there need to get something to your loved one in prison, all you got to do, if you don't want to order the book, you can send me their information, uh, and I'll send books to that prisoner. If you have a loved one that's locked up and you would like for them to get a copy of any one of my books, all you got to do is send me their name, their DOC number, and their address where they're located then I'll send that literature to them. We want to get, this, get the literature into people's hands. God has been blessed, has blessed us, and we have all these books, thousands of them. They're all available uh, at no cost, so make sure you go to our website, which is on our screen, and get all that information and contact us in Jesus' name. Let me pray for you. Lord, bless all those that have been viewing this telecast. Give them a supernatural week in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you again next week, same time. Thank you for watching Jesus Inside Prison Ministry Presents Jesus House with Dr. William Bumpus. 
to learn more about the Jesus House. To receive books by Pastor Bumpus, subscribe to our podcast, and to support Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, log on to www.jipm.org.